while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Barrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight, third and final hour of the program. Hard uh, to believe how quickly those two hours go by, Marcus. Yeah, it really was something. Especially when we're talking about TV. We could not get back on topic yet. <laughs> but we have, um, we, have, we have City Councilor from Ward 6, Ryan Pereira, who joined us after his ordinance committee meeting, which I really appreciate. In studio, Ryan, thank you so much for, for coming. Well... Thank you, Marcus, and uh, not Chris, but Jared. So uh, thank you both for having me. Of course. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, Councillor Gomes hosted a meeting. Um, uh, excuse me, Councillor uh, Carney hosted a meeting in which Councillor Gomes requested the local media go and, mm-hmm. and talk about, you know, increasing coverage of the city council. And at that meeting and talk with uh, um, Tim Weisberg and, and uh, Michael Rock, you know, Part of what Michael Rock explained was the purpose behind the show and to maybe have some more dialogue following city council meetings to create that uh, going forward. So part of that uh, invitation was extended, and I'm going to do my best to report the public and uh, to you guys um, and, and, like I said, to the public about what occurred at the meeting and kind of yeah. um, use this dynamic of uh, a show that's on at the same time of our meeting to kind of report on what occurred. And, and like, as you said, I'm the chairman of the ordinance committee, so I'm able to report on that and um, hope that continues throughout uh, the year. I, I really appreciate the two. I do as well. Um, Ryan, what is the ordinance committee? What does it do? So the ordinance, so ordinances are basically laws in a city. So uh, yeah. in a municipality, uh you know there are law governing laws that that dictate uh you know procedure or or you know basically what laws are and um in just municipalities they're called ordinances so there's a special committee of the city council called the committee on ordinances which is a standing committee of the whole which means every member of the city council is a member of the committee in which the council investigates ordinances that are proposed by either a city councilor the mayor or some uh, uh form of that and the council uh, in the committee gets to do the investigative work, then make the recommendation to the city council on what to do. Um, so this is where we do the dirt. We get our hands dirty and and ask it to ask all the questions and talk to everyone and figure out uh, um, if any changes need to be made to the ordinance or what the committee uh, feels and what the body feels and how to go and then make recommendations to the city council, which is us, but in a different setting and get to make final decision there. So, Ryan, um you had a meeting tonight on the committee on ordinances. Um, can you tell us, uh, you know, basically what went down? Sure. So we had two items on the agenda tonight. Um, I'd like to start. We'll, we'll just go down the agenda. And item one was a uh, communication from the mayor requesting that uh, the city council adopt um, an order um, and accept a certain chapter and section of Massachusetts general law, which would allow um, the city to offer insurance additional insurance to the employees at full cost of the employees. So when the city is not going to pay anything but just manage the plan, collect the money from the employees, again, it's not taxpayer funded. The state, uh, the city is um, 
needs to adopt certain section of mass general law. And the discussion we had tonight was a continuation from a previous uh, meeting on held in March, uh, which it was tabled with certain questions in regards to the union um, uh, the union uh, uh, employees and, and how they fall into this. So currently in the city, um, union employees receive dental insurance. This is uh, in order to provide dental insurance. Um, union employees are provided dental insurance through the union management. So the, um, the union leadership goes out, gets someone to administer a dental plan to their employees, and their employees have to pay for it, just like the New Bedford City non-union employees would have to do. The only difference is when the city adopts this and the city implements this due to equal employment opportunity, they have to offer it to every employee. They can't discriminate union or non-union. The union can offer it to their membership, which doesn't include unit C's who are non-union personnel. So once the city goes ahead and does that, they have an obligation to offer it to everyone. And we're having some uh, certain colleagues tonight had some uh, equity issues about um, the plan in regards to giving the uh, union members uh, that option and making sure that it was equitable across the board. And so it was tabled again tonight. Okay. We're going to have uh, – uh, so sadly, there were questions that needed to be answered by the director of personnel, uh, Judy Keating. Yep. She sadly had an emergency in the family and had to leave this week uh, to oh. deal with something. And, and That's fam- too bad. Family comes first, so there's th- that needs to be taken care of. But she will be back next week, so we've called a quick meeting next week to hopefully hash out any final questions and comments my colleagues might have um, and then move to, to make a recommendation to the city council about how to proceed forward with this. Okay, um, so we'll be looking forward to to, to how that's going to go um, uh, next week uh, when you have. So that'll be the only item on the agenda. Is this discussion? Yeah, that'll be the only item on the agenda. We it, when it's like this, it, it kind of gets crammed around because the schedule, you know, tentative schedules have been made, you know, internally about you know who's holding meetings next week. This way, we kind of just plan it out a little bit, and uh, we're going to be piggybacking off of a cannabis meeting. Um, a, a cannabis regulation committee meeting, which okay. is at 7 p.m. next Wednesday. So this will be scheduled to be at 7:30 following cannabis. So there's another uh, item too. It's a motion from uh, you and Council President Morad. Um, uh, a copy of a letter from uh, Jennifer Carlone, who's the director of uh, the City Department of Planning, um, talking about uh, the the, compre- uh, the comprehensive housing plan briefing. So the, the, just for people who may not know, we talked about it. We had Josh Amro on last week talking about Mayor Mitchell's comprehensive housing plan, um, which is a 22 point plan, um, to address, you know, to, to address some of the, the myriad housing inequities facing New Bedford, uh, which of course is a nationwide <coughs> problem. So mm-hmm. what is the, the, basically the, the gist of the letter? So, um, the letter in the PowerPoint that was sent along with it basically was in regards to something that's an overarching plan to that housing strategy plan. So that housing strategy plan, while it detailed uh, smaller uh, items uh, and some larger topics to talk about, uh, this plan is more of the zoning issue. So this is what the – this has been going in the works. This has actually been in the works prior to even that plan being discussed. Okay. This is something that the city routinely does. So it's a, a comprehensive uh, a plan to look at the zoning across the city and make sure that zoning is, one, keeping up with the current times because as times change, zoning should also be looked at and updated. Um, and two, uh, provide us an update with where they're at in the plan. 
so what stage they're at. So they've they've done a bunch of uh, outreach. Um, they have they actually have a website that if anyone wants to go on newbedfordplan.com and they can get an update themselves. They've done some outreach in community meetings. They've done um, open houses to talk to the community. Done some extensive research with the uh, folks putting together the study and the plan. Um, and and had some steering committee meetings. Uh, Councilor Abreu represents the city council on that, and there's some various other city officials on there. So with all that being said, uh, this was just basically an update before the plan gets finalized, presented, uh, kind of last-minute thoughts on the council, and they can uh, go ahead and finalize the plan and then proceed forward with any recommendations as far as changing of zoning, zoning laws, changing the actual zoning laws and not the specific zoning uh, parcels. Uh, you, you, you recently, uh, had, um, a letter, uh, or a press release, um, in, you know, saying that you, you like the, um, a lot of the contents of the comprehensive housing plan. Love it. Uh, I think it's long overdue. I'm glad that the mayor's tackling this. I think it's, it's beneficial to the city as a whole. I think you said it earlier, uh, housing crisis is not unique to New Bedford. It's a nationwide pandemic, so to speak. Um, and I'm glad that the city is rolling up its sleeves and going to tackle this. I have faith that Josh Amaral, who, who, as you mentioned, was the director of the Office of Community and Housing Development. Um, I had a meeting with him. He seems eager to get going on this. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of red tape, a lot of red tape for good or for bad. I, I, I haven't yet to make that determination. I think a lot of it's for uh, good intentions, but bad re- results. And I think we're seeing that now. So I'm glad that the mayor put that forward. And I'm looking forward to, to working as far as uh, ordinances go. It's where zoning laws are changed. Again, uh, anything to do with laws or ordinances are, are dealt with in this committee. And I'm going to make sure that hearings are held appropriately uh, so that we never miss a step or delay. And that's thanks to the ladies in the office. That i got to give her, them a shout out because they do incredible work the ladies in the city council office so yeah. definitely wanted to give them a shout out because they help us stay on track so so um uh item three um looks like a motion about uh plowable road uh plowable roads or something to do with snowfall? yeah so so items three four and five were uh to be uh What's called uh, wave the reading. Um, we, we waived the reading of those items and just took no further action. They've been sitting in the in the backlog yeah, for Councilor a while. Councilor Dunn's name on. on yeah, so yeah. so some of them. Yeah, Councilor Dunn obviously was still here, but some of the dates are, are dating back to 2021 and 2019. Yeah, and true. one thing when I when I when you become a chairman, they give you a backlog of everything that's sitting in what we call like the can, and it's just basically a, a laundry list of items waiting. To, pending for uh, to be heard. And, and one thing I said was I'd like to clear that out and make sure everything is properly heard. So I reached out to counselors who made filed the motions, asked if they still would like that heard because I'd like to schedule meetings for them. And if not, we'll just report them out, take no further action and clean that up a little bit. So um, is there anything else in particular, because I got another question for you sure. outside of the ordinance committee. Is there anything else in particular that we didn't cover that, that you talked about in the ordinance committee tonight? No, I like I said, I, I, I think both uh, uh, items are extremely important that, oh, yeah. that we covered and, and I'm glad to be able to, to voice that out to the public and and uh, just to reiterate to everyone out there, in case they missed it, the dental insurance will not be taxpayer funded. It'll be a 100% employee funded. Just wanted to make sure that's out there before I get calls tomorrow saying my taxes are already too high. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So, um, so Ryan, uh, y- 
we talked last time you were in studio here. We, we talked about um, you wanted to have a beach advisory board that would yeah. be so. Just for people who don't know, every town and city in the Commonwealth has to have a board of park commissioners. I was actually a park commissioner in Fairhaven. It was an elected position, and so uh, it's appointed in New Bedford. But you want a beach advisory board that advises the park board or, or provides recommendations to the park board. And I think you and Mayor Mitchell had some more discussions on that since then. Yeah. So so I had a meeting with the mayor, and we 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 discussed some of the uh, issues surrounding uh, you know where we last left off, which was a uh, um, very overwhelming, uh, uh, no, I don't really want to uh, go down that road, to something that was more considered, you know, a compromise and that what 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 suggested I think is going to work well. You know, my big sticking point was I think it should be city-based and city-driven. Um, just from a logistical standpoint, it'd be very difficult for me, um, full-time job, city councilor. Uh, I, I like to attend community meetings. I, you know, there's a lot on my plate. So I, I did ask that it be city run so that there's some, uh, you know, I'd still help out and, and work on it, but there'd be some city support behind that to make sure it really, really operates the way it should. And the mayor agreed that there's something that we can do. So what, what'll be coming up in the future and, and there'll be more information released, I'm sure, is, uh, uh, to start with, we're going to hold, uh, a couple, maybe one for sure, but maybe two, uh, Park board meetings in the South End okay. with some discussion revolving specifically around the beaches so that neighbors can come out and kind of like a pre-summer, hey, what's going on? And and the mayor uh, stressed, and, uh, and I agree 100% that we don't want just complaints. We're looking for constructive uh, dialogue that maybe there's some good ideas because – you know, thinking outside the box is what we're at, what is the point where we're at to solve some issues that we're seeing around the beaches, and I think that'd be great. Um, and then further looking, so that's something we're looking to implement. Uh, the mayor had had no, noted that he is willing to work on that and get that done for this year and to start building towards maybe an ad hoc or some sort of informal group that meets hosted by some members of the park board or or some staff from that to do some of that vetting process to report to the park board and add it as an extra extra group uh, subgroup of that park board which I think would be very beneficial to to the residents in the south end those who live by the beaches and the city in general for those who travel and use the beaches yeah I mean park boards uh, I mean the 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 work of the park board is really important but it is it does get um it does get really uh congested over there in the south end during the summer too so it's good yeah. that you, you get a, a a group of, of residents there to, to voice their concerns and Definitely. come to solutions and i think the parks board it's it's a formal group right so it's like a full city council meeting it's very difficult sometimes you know in a formal setting like that where they're taking votes that matter to really thoroughly vet things out so if there's an avenue for them to be able to you know you know get some help in making a determination and, and having their members in a more informal setting have conversation, I think, could only benefit the city. Okay, a little bit of a gossipy question. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> your former opponent, Joe <clears throat> Lopes, has announced he's running for Ward 5 City Council. Council. You defeated Joe a couple of years ago, ended his 12-year tenure as Ward 6 City Councilor. I moderated the the lone debate in that, uh, that election, and it was, a, you know, there were, things were said, and so uh, is there... Is there any concern on your on, on your part of, of Joe Lopes running for for Ward Five? No, um, I, I remember distinctly <clears throat> from that debate a question that uh, you asked about: uh, Are you able to work with the other uh, going forward? Whoever wins, are you going to be able to I handle constituent that. calls from 
uh, Councilor Lopes, if, 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 if I was to win, or if Councilor Lopes was to win, would you be able to take constituent calls from, from Ryan Pereira? And, and my answer was absolutely. You know, this is, this is professional. This is all business. There's no animosity on my end. And, and I, 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 I look forward to working with whoever would represent Ward 5 just to get the business of the city done because that's what's most important for the residents of the city of New Bedford. Okay. Um, so, uh, Ryan, um, is there anything else city-wise that we haven't covered that you'd like to that you'd like to talk about? No, as far as that goes, I, I think we've comfortably uh, discussed uh, uh, you know what occurred at the meeting tonight, some um, issues that I had brought up at the last couple of radio interviews I've done, and, and yeah. handled some of those questions. I do appreciate you coming in. Um, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, favorite TV show. <laughs> That's been our theme of the night. That's been the theme. <sighs> we've, been tra- we've been trying to get on track, but we just come back to TV. All right, I'm going to say one, but I'm going to get made fun of. I, I know because it's like, so I'm going to say West Wing, but I know you guys are going to say, oh, yeah, that politics is, that is and all pretty that stuff. Lame. But yeah. um, I, I would. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not a bad. No, it's, it's, a, it's, no, a, it's, it's good. It's British a, House of Cards is much better than American, by the way. So I've never seen British House of Cards. Got to see the British. Okay. American House of Cards is good. But American what was House the other one you're going to say? Um, it's a. Probably right now, I, I I go through these phases where I watch certain TV shows and kind of binge watch, and I think everyone does. But, oh yeah! Uh, right now it's Suits. Oh, oh I love okay. Suits. Suits is awesome. Oh my god, Suits is amazing. Suits like it, it's awesome. it's. I watched it when it was on the air, and and it picks like after season one, it really just picks, picks right up. up. Like yeah, Pick, it's, like bombshell after bombshell, and actually my cousin, with the Duchess of Sussex, right? That is correct, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember them. That. They did a whole. They did a whole promo around Game of Thrones because it was at the time Game of Thrones. Right, too. right. It's like, right. oh look, oh, we've yeah. got Game of Thrones actors in Suits. Yeah, yeah. that is a very Love good show. It. That was suits, a great choice. Suits, yeah, Suits. Suits is what I'm watching right now, and just you know, can't get enough of it. Yeah, yeah definitely good stuff. All right. What about you guys? Uh, well, we were talking. We talked about a lot. Of I was shows. in a meeting, so I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. To the, I promise I'll listen to the podcast. <laughs> so, well, we were, uh, the Sopranos. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, that's my all time favorite. favorite. So, that's yeah. always will be. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Great Wire, show. the Wire, which he hasn't seen. Have you seen it, Ryan? No. You know what? You know the what's wire. funny in the last episode of the Is that Sopranos? about the newsroom? No. no. Uh oh. The newsroom is about the newsroom. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, this just dawned to me. You know what's great? One of the great exchanges in the last episode of The Sopranos is when Meadow and, and her boyfriend are meeting with Tony's parents and uh, her boyfriend's parents, which was, um, oh, God, Patsy Parisi's son. Yeah, He's yeah. the lawyer. He's talking about his case. He goes, it's great. It was a public corruption case. He goes, it's got bag men. It's got county commissioners. It's got prostitutes. No. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, someone, yeah. uh, Polly, uh, uh, says The Shield, which is actually great. Um, uh, was that what, Shield? ABC? Shield was, uh, was CBS. Shield was FX. Oh, FX. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. It was yeah, the first good right, FX show right, before right. Sons of Anarchy. Yep. Yeah. And Mike, they had the Americans, too, on FX. The Americans was good, too. Yep. But the Shield was really good. It was, like, based on the Rampart scandal in oh, the LAPD. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which was, I mean, it was fantastic. A uh, lot of, um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of twists and turns in that show. I, well, it's I, a good miniseries, too. I, I like miniseries, too. Uh, those are pretty good. Like what? The, the one on the, you know, um... Oh, the, Dahmer? No, 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 no. Uh, the one on the... Greg Kaczynski. Uh, was it, what's his name? The, oh, Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Oh, uh, um, I forget the... Oh, I'm blanking on it. Shoot. Oh, I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. Ted Kaczynski? Yeah, it's... Um, I forget the because name. Because the miniseries on Dahmer was pretty well done. I didn't watch that one. Yeah, no. that's a hard one to watch. It's 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 gruesome. 
I heard that that was like well played. Yeah, that, man, it was man, very well uh, Manhunt. Manhunt. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Speaking of that, Ted Kaczynski, Mind Hunters is a really good show on Netflix. It's about the uh, FBI um, starting their first uh, profiling. Oh, That's okay. where they start to discover yeah. and identify what a serial killer is. It's really good. There was a uh, like Charles Manson's in it and all that. Not the actual Charles Manson, right. obviously. Anybody but. else watched The Last of Us? Yeah, oh yeah, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, no, it I, I played one. the video yeah. game. I never played the game. The video game was excellent. It, it, yeah. So it's basically. It's, I'm not, not going to say it's shot for shot. They take some right. creative some liberty. Yeah, but right, yeah. It's a great story. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's based on a real disease. Right. Oh yeah. Cordyceps. No, for sure. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. It, oh, it infects it insects. Cordyceps is a, is a fungus. <laughs> It's a fungal disease. It's a fungal disease. It's a fun guy. Speaking of, Mario's the greatest game of all time. We can go to video games now. Well, I I actually saw the Mario movie. uh, I want to see it. I might see it. During my walk of the Kingston Mall. All right. I got to take a break. (laughs) All right. So we're getting more app chats. Boston Legal. (laughs) Boston Legal is another great show. We talked about that one earlier with James Spader, right? We did. I I really enjoy it. Um, uh Another great legal drama um, from Joe from New Bedford. Thank you. Uh, uh, we also ha- we are also getting uh, Veep. I don't know if anybody's seen Veep. Saw a few episodes of it. Couldn't really get into it. Oh I my god, like it's I hilarious! Watch it. Oh, I agree. I try it again. It's so funny, man. All I right. just I had a t- I had a tough time getting into it myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, fine. Another one is uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Classic. Say, I love Larry D. So Classic. this is... so Big fan of Seinfeld. So for people, oh, Seinfeld. I quote Seinfeld 24-7. Oh. It's just so relevant. So for people... Well, you know, the funny thing about... Um, so we're hearing... Larry David was create, co-creator of Seinfeld, mm-hmm. for people who may not know. But Larry David... Um, is this is supposed to be maybe the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Someone said that, right? But then he had to quickly delete it because, and the reason I think is, because Larry David said this before, Larry does not want to formally end Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, he doesn't want to have, like, a finale. Oh, You know why? Because he got so much flack for the Seinfeld finale. Yes, as he should. Absolutely panned. And like it's like one of the biggest disappointments in the history of television. Oh God, yeah. And so he said after everybody gave me so much crap for Seinfeld, I never felt like I needed to um like f- give you guys a finale. Right. Basically. So this may be the last season, but we won't. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> and he's taken long hiatuses before, anyway. Hasn't he did. He? Yeah, he took one. Yeah, he took. It took took a few years so that might like that's i think that's part of it he just wants Mm -hmm. to like when i when i want to do it i'll do it right and of course another show that we have not touched on at all tonight that has been well past its prime my opinion would be the simpsons oh god (laughs) (laughs) i was talking with a friend about that the other night the 90s simpsons Simpsons into the 2000s is one of my 90s simpsons is is amazing excellent but now it's like because one of the things that's great about the simpsons is how like the show will open but that's never how the show's gonna go Right, like, it, like there's always like, you, you, well, look at like, and I'll mention the ones that the three former Beatles all guest starred in, like, you know, the one that George Harrison is in. It opens that they're at a yard sale, the, the community yard yeah, sale. Yeah, I get what you're saying and now. Bart finds the B Sharp's album that has his father on it. It leads into the entire episode, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Be, like the way, and that's what I think. What was always the brilliance of the Simpsons, Simpsons yeah. was how like it. Op- there was always an opening. Like it wasn't sort of like this is how the episode starts. And you know how the next thirty minutes is going. Like there was always like that vehicle that drove you to a different part of that show. Yeah, it, it's it's 
it's just impossible to write like 700 episodes of something and, and have it be good. Right. A success honestly. every single one. Right. I know. No, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, it's jumped the shark for, for quite some time. Um, I haven't even seen a new episode in a while. I mean, it's, I, and although, I've seen like some like reruns to, of new. I, I like to borrow a line from like the old school Simpsons where there's some disaster happening and the, 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 the broadcaster goes, I'm pointing the blame squarely at you, the audience. It's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Well, and then you talk about some character <laughs> Do like Phil with you know Phil Hartman rest in peace, but Troy McClure, Phil, Phil Hartman character, Phil Hartman uh, is is Man no longer with lots. us. Yeah, but he, those were some great characters on that show. He had, they had to retire those characters. They did. They did after he was. Wait, after Chris was and I were talking about Phil Hartman the other night. I think he was also in a very underrated, hilarious show, News, News Radio. Radio. Yeah, excellent show with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Andy Dick. Andy Dick, yeah. um, Mara um, Tierney, and who played Dave? Was it Dave Foley? Uh, yeah, there was the... That was a highly underrated show. That was a whole yeah, yeah. show. It was a good show. Um, any other favorite shows? No, I don't think I can think of any. Come on, right now. I'm and now what are your thoughts oh, on sixty two F? No, kidding. No. <laughs> we're not. We're just. We're not doing sixty two F tonight. All Sorry. Right. I, I, <laughs> there was a period in there where uh, I, I, it's again, it's like my phases, I guess. But uh, there was a run in there where the original NCIS was really good. Okay. Uh, Way died out. It. Way died out. Like it's just dragged. The storylines just right, dragged right. on, and it's like I like give it a rest now. But there was like those first six seasons. NCIS was yeah. something I watched like religiously. I like really watching um, Law and Order. Yeah, like, Law and Order is good. That yeah. was like SVU living at home. My mom would get home from SVU. work and she'd put that on. I, I yeah, like Law and Order. Great. Yeah. yeah, SVU was uh, SVU is yeah. is one of my favorites. That's the one with Mariska Hardigy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love the original though. Like Jerry Orbach. Uh, in the beginning of the original one was mm. excellent. And then, of course, you have Fred Thompson, the former U.S. Wasn't, senator, was in it. Wasn't John Bullard having lunch with Sam Watterson sometime in, at Tia Maria's like a couple of years ago or a few years ago? Pretty sure for, former New Bedford mayor John Bullard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had lunch. No. I'll have to ask him. Have to I'm going to have him. to. I'll just, I'll just ask well, him. Well, and speaking of... Um, oh. Just say the actor's name again. Sorry, Sam Wilkerson. Sam Watterson. Watterson, thank him. Like he was Sam in the newsroom. He was, but he was also, and I don't know if you guys watched it on Hulu, The Dropout, about Elizabeth Holmes. That was an excellent no. short miniseries with Amanda Seyfried. The Theranos story. Theranos story. Excellent. He plays yeah. George Schultz because it was remarkable to think that they had like all these random, you had George Schultz on their board. They had, um, and he plays George Schultz. Excellent job playing the former Secretary of State in that show. That was a great miniseries about Theranos. Excellent, excellent show. Yeah, I've heard that was good. On I think Hulu. my mom watched that Yeah, one. that was a great one. Uh, Hulu has some sneaky, decent television. Oh, Yellow Jackets. I have yet to watch. You've got to watch Yellow Jackets. i got to start Yellow Jackets. I'm telling you, it's it's so good. It's like... There's a reviewer who writes good. for Forbes that I mm. follow, and he in that, like I like a lot of what he writes, a lot of what he does. Oh, yeah, me too. I totally follow Speaking of follow other Forbes hilarious TV shows that reviewers. ended horribly, How I Met Your Mother. Yes, yes, yes. Horrible ending. Horrible ending. I... Never watched it. Oh, awesome! I show. watched. I like some of it. Oh, great show! Great, great show. show. What? Are, anyone following? Uh, anyone watching Ted Lasso? Yeah, I love Ted yeah, Lasso. Great show. Yeah, great show. You got it to Apple TV. Apple TV. Apple TV. It's a free thing. How do I do that? I'm not watching things. I don't know. If, I don't I'm know. I'm actually an episode this, behind on Ted Lasso, so now I get to go home and watch it. What is your medium of what? I won't watch it on my phone, and I don't have an iPad. I have a and smart I TV. Hate watching it on yeah. my. Yeah, so I have the Xbox, I, so I just got to download Apple TV. Apple TV on your Xbox, yep. Okay. And yeah. it'll, it'll make it like that. But I have an Apple TV actual 
Oh, the little that the too. Little yeah, thing, that works and that's too. how I, I watch all my TV food. Because this yeah. was my complaint before you got in here, and I, I'll we'll get the counselor's take on it. I kind of like I like watch. I'm not like a big. I, I do the same thing. I think you do. Like I'll just find a show and binge it. Yeah, right? I'll watch it. Either that or the office on in the background. But what's annoying about TV now is it's so siloed. Like, yeah. it's on Hulu or it's on Netflix. And, like, I can't just pick up my remote and hit guide and just skim through a guide and find right, a TV right, show right. I like, right? And I like using DVR, but, like, you can't just, like, I find that so, so to be the frustrating part about modern uh, TV uh, now. I'll make sure with Marcus. Uh, Comcast is not an official sponsor of WBSM, is it? No, if they are, it's fine. Okay. Cut the cord. Yeah. yeah, right. Cut the cord. I know. Well, I, I know. I know. And I, I did. Do and, it. and I'm a big, so, so not to drown on too much about me, but I'm a big Bruins fan. Love the Bruins. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I refuse to, while we don't. Speaking of, how are they doing tonight? Uh, they, they were winning, I believe. Um, but. I refuse to pay Nesson three sixty thirty dollars a oh, yeah, month. That's incredible. Thirty dollars a month no. when Hulu costs thirty dollars a month to catch everything. Yeah, right? yeah. I can watch all TV except Nesson, and Nesson wants thirty dollars a month. It's just a can John I, Henry make money scheme. Can I? Can I tell you? I watched. Uh, um, I so I had Sling for a Ruins while. Are winning as uh, the Rays smoking the Red Sox. There's your sports update. I, I had I switched to Hulu. Uh, week one of the NFL season because I had sling for a while. Basically, the one reason I had sling was because of uh, NFL red zone and uh, they dropped the ball. They red zone wasn't working and mm. they knew it and they didn't tell anybody until about an hour in. So it kind of ruined it. Like, I mean, I was very angry. I was swearing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I, if I said what I said there that I did right here, I'd, I'd lose, I'd, I'd be fired. And so I, FCC so I switched fines. to, I switched to, um, I switched to, uh, uh, Hulu and it's much better. We're getting some more, uh, TV show suggestions. Two and a half men with Charlie Sheen, not Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. is actually very good. Uh, Charlie Sheen was getting a million an episode, right. actually. Um, uh, yellow, mm-hmm. Yellowstone's very yeah. good. I gotta watch that. I haven't watched Yellowstone, but Yellowstone, that's what it's Paramount like, Plus. It's that, like a big the thing. Where is it? It's, it's not on CBS, if you, right? Google, if you Google it, that's I, how I find my TV shows. You Google the show you want to watch, and then you how can I watch, watch this? Um, where is Yellowstone it? is good. I believe I believe it's on Paramount Plus. No, I also it believe is, it's it on is. it's on Hulu as well. But it is on Hulu. Yellowstone is good. It's like a Republican show too. Okay, yeah, so that's guy's right like, my alley. yeah, this yeah, because well, this guy Yellowstone's in a bunch of red states. Because this guy's a big rich jerk. Yellowstone's about my favorite. Type of a, a big, big rich jerk hoarding uh, just thousands of acres of stolen land, and and it's it's really good. No, I do like Yellowstone actually. <laughs> I do. Biting my tongue. Biting uh, yeah. my tongue. The the, uh, the shields. Oh, someone. Yeah, someone yep, brought up the, the shield. shield. Yeah. I, I mean, the shield is interesting. It's about the. It's basically based on the Rampart scandal, which was a, a massive, which was like a, the Rampart uh, division of the LAPD in the early nineties. That was right, like right, basically right. an organized street gang, and so. Um, that's basically what the shield is about. These these like four groups of cops that are part of the strike team. It's really really good. Too. I do I do have to figure out though, and, and the counselor is correct. I do need to figure out how to cut the cord. I mean, I had Verizon for years, and then when I, you know, they got me up to close to three hundred. Like I live home alone. I did have every premium channel though, and like when I first got them, it was below two hundred. Once I started adding it up though, like you mentioned, like Nesson three sixty, which is outrageous. I have Red Sox season tickets. Of course, I get every. I have a subscription to MLB TV with that, right. except for Red Sox games because I get every out of market game. 
But yeah. I, although I suppose I wonder would I be able to watch? Say they're playing the Rays tonight, could I watch the Rays broadcast? Anyway, my the only thing for me is it's like when I started adding it up. So I'm curious to see how this was working for you. Once I started adding up everything I would want, which would include HBO. Uh, obviously, you're gonna pay for the internet, something like YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. Once I got there, it was like 130, 140 a month. I called Comcast, and they were gonna do it for 155. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna pay an extra 15 a month to have the same kind of user experience that I've been used to with television. My prices for my were, entire life. The prices were much more varied. I think were we, we were up to like 250 dollars a month oh. in Comcast. Called to renegotiate, and they were like, "No, that's about what you're going to pay." Right. Uh, I think I'm at buck thirty, buck forty. Wow, okay. With uh, with between no, I'm sorry, excuse me, I'm at one eighty, including paying for a hundred dollars to Comcast for, for the internet. internet. Right. So about eighty dollars in subscriptions. Uh, maybe it's just under that, and then a hundred dollars in that uh, in the internet to Comcast. So, okay. So it's a it's a savings of about seventy dollars. Yeah. So that's not bad. I mean, my it is Comcast, significant a month. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. My course, Comcast yeah. is now two thirty four. Luckily for me, I don't know if you have Verizon in New Bedford. I no. I have Verizon as an option, so we I don't, can kind of that's the only issue. Play off Bedford, of one or the other. New Bedford only has the availability in um, <clears> for Comcast. Monopoly. Right. Yeah. And you know, and it's funny because I remember the first time when I had Verizon and I called them. I'm like, will you just match what Comcast is going to give me? And it's like you, you, you watch the ads, new customers say, I'm like, why can't – just treat me like a new customer. Exactly. <laughs> treat me – but they know. People are going to put it on autopilot for the most part. But I, the subscription thing, I mean, I have Disney Plus and, you know, I get a credit with – because I pay for an American Express. But, like, everything's such a subscription now. Like, I just want one place for everything. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back. 1420 WBSM, New Bedford's News Talk Station. When I deployed – I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we served. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov. Slash P-A-C-T. Veterans and their families are popular targets for financial fraud. Scammers may try to defraud you through misleading commercials, emails, texts, cold calls, or online ads. They may even pose as someone from VA or an organization providing discounts on fees for services. But VA will never charge you for processing a claim. Do not provide your personal information to anyone other than a VA-accredited representative. To find a representative near you, visit va.gov forward slash find dash red. Take South Coast tonight with you wherever you go. Stream Chris and Marcus on the WBSM app or get their podcast on the app at WBSM.com. Now back to South Coast tonight. So, um, Ryan Pereira is announcing his run for uh, county commissioner, actually. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get that horse out of the barn early. Let's send the Blue Bristol County Commissioner's are race you, into a Are you doing like a formal re-election thing or like you just like everybody just kind of assumes everybody's running for re-election? Well, I, I, if you were to go to City Hall, you would see that I did pull papers for running for re-election. Okay. Um, but uh, thank you. So I, I am going to run for re-election. Um 
and 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 you know as uh, as someone who recently just beat an incumbent and worked on that you know I, I plan on on regardless of what happens moving forward um, I, I am going to reach out and and I've been visiting doors knocking on people's doors making sure that uh, that they're getting the message uh, uh, that I am available uh, my phone uh, re- releasing my phone number making sure that uh, uh, constituents are able to, to get the services they need uh, from their city councilor. So I will be working on that hard. I plan on working just as hard as I did when I was running against an incumbent um, because uh, that's what this is all about because uh, uh, when when we get when on, on a when we, after the ballot is uh, uh, drawn and and come Jan- the first Monday in January when we're about to be sworn in we're no longer councilors we're councilors elect uh, we have yeah. to be sworn in to be councilors so until I'm reelected I'm, I will not be considered a councilor for next year right so I plan on working and, and earning the voters uh, uh, and, and earning every voter's vote again. Um, that was a nice. Um that was a nice quick pitch right off the cuff, too. Yeah, yeah I like that. That was good. Didn't see that because we've been talking about TV all night. Right, so he didn't right, see right. that coming. Well, I did mention the West Wing, so I'll channel my inner President Bartlett. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Something rolled right off the, did, off um, the cuff there. Wait, did we talk about House of Cards? It was, it was, the I briefly mentioned it. The British one I find to be incredibly yeah, better. I'll have to take a look at that. You know, House of Cards seen the British me. House of Cards before you've seen The Wire. Yes. It's shorter because the British TV is shorter. Here's the thing, though. So I loved American House of Cards. And I obviously it it did historically happen that a congressman found his way through the 25th Amendment to president of the United States. Right. Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford did that. So like that part of it made sense. Yeah. You know, there were a couple of little historical things like, you know, no sitting by. And this is in the American version, obviously. Frank Underwood makes a call. I mean, I love the show. Love the show. And then I didn't even watch the last season because I was so fed up with the show. But, like, he, you know, there are a couple of little things like no sitting vice presidents ever run against a, a sitting president. That's false. Jefferson ran against Adams. Like, well, it was a little different back then. It was then. different back then. They weren't a, on they a weren't ticket, a ticket together. together. But yeah. the – That, sh- college actually that show jumped yeah. – really jumped the shark. When he ran for president and made his wife his running mate. Yeah, that was that. Stupid. I was like, that. This is ridiculous. first of all, it would not happen with to your point with the electoral college. The electors of their home state, which was I believe South Carolina or Georgia, in the yeah. show. Georgia, uh, no, Georgia, no, Georgia, no, no, Georgia, no. Peach. It was yep. South Carolina. South Carolina. Was it South Carolina? It was North Carolina. Yeah, it was North or South Carolina. It wasn't Georgia. Yeah, I think it was okay. Carolina. I think it was South Carolina. Um, obviously, unless she had a different home state, the electors would have had to have picked one or the other. So, like. Again, I'm being a nerd. We're all political. We're in politics, so we're all nerds about that. But sure. it was just the fight, the wife being the vice president, and then you know, obviously, I understood why Kevin Spacey had to be removed from the show. But like, then I just couldn't, I just couldn't watch it. Like that, once that happened, I'm like, I'm done. The British one is excellent because so many of those machinations can work in Parliament. Yeah, and it was centered around when Margaret Thatcher was. Um, when Margaret Thatcher was being run out, so like you had sort of those machinations because Parliament is set up to have that kind of maneuvering. Well, because Parliament elects their own Prime Minister, right. people don't. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, British. I loved the British one way more than the American. I never, I never even finished the American version. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't finish they, it. Yeah, I didn't either. Actually. Like it just wasn't worth it with her. It, it had nothing to do with her being president. It was just like how she became president. Why is the first lady now the running mate? That doesn't make sense. So it was that that was disappointing because I loved that show in the beginning. Frank Underwood, I mean, that was an excellent, excellent show when it started. Jack from New Bedford says, "Check out Trailer Park Boys." Love, 
that's one of the I shouldn't even admit this, but that is such a guilty pleasure, and it has been for years. Yeah, like I've Bubbles, funny. Dante, always with the drink in his hand. That is an excellent show. One of Canada's finest exports, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, any other shows that we we haven't talked about yet? I know. Now I'm running. Now I'm running through the gamut. I'm, I'm like, I'm, yeah, the well is drying for me now because I'm trying to think. Uh, secession we already talked about. Yeah, I don't even want to. Yeah, I, I I don't want to throw out too many guilty pleasures. Uh, um, we talked about Entourage. Yeah, we talked about Entourage. I know there's so much. I mean, there's so much great TV now. And talking about the streaming services, like these streaming services are really putting together a lot of great content for television. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think HBO probably because HBO has the ability to push the envelope a little bit more, right? Because it's, you know, paid television. They can have certain plot points and HBO's they can excellent. drive that narrative. Yeah, HBO's the, HBO's the best. But I think that's why I give a lot of credit to those AMC shows like Breaking Bad, like Mad Men, because yeah. they were able to drive the narrative. And one of the things, and I'll say this back to HBO, that I love about Secession is like HBO sort of has the tropes of like, gratuitous nudity, gratuitous violence, and it's like, I don't mind those as means of driving the plot, but when it starts to feel like it's over the top, like Game of Thrones at the beginning, it's almost like it's almost like HBO is becoming formulaic, right? Gratuitous nudity, gratuitous violence, get them hooked, and then we'll start driving an actual story here. Um, they did that with Euphoria, which is an excellent Euphoria show. Euphoria is awesome. Excellent show. Excellent, excellent show. That one, I, to me, straddles the line, though, because it's portraying teenagers, right? Yeah. It's like... But I mean, everybody, in, they're in like their 20s. Th- no, they are. The actors are. Again, back to my guilty pleasure, the OC. Actors in their 20s playing high school kids, but yeah. it's sort of like you're still portraying high school kids. You, and there's still the gratuitous violence, listen. gratuitous nudity. That, but it's an excellent, excellent show, and I think it gives a great glimpse into you, the life of an American you're teenager Republicans, now. Republicans, you're such Puritans. We gotta I'm a, pretty good as a Plymouth, a Plymouth County Commissioner. I have to be a little puritanical. We got to, yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome back to South Coast tonight. We're reviewing TV shows with County Commissioner Jared Valenzuela, your TV guide for Ward the Six City Council Ryan Pereira. <laughs> Uh, who, who is getting schooled in TV shows? I clearly do not have as much time as county commissioners. So yeah. your your earlier plug, your earlier plug of running for that might be. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Um, uh, uh, Anthony uh, uh, Puente, firefighter, says uh, um, I like Hawaii Five O, the original one. Mm. Book them, Dano. I I watched this. I actually watched the remake, um, like the 2009 2010 one. I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I, I didn't. I didn't stick with it. You know, yeah. but I watched it. There's a uh, lot of broadcast TV that I haven't a, really stopped. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Tweeter from Varsity Blues. My it's, big issue with like all the crime, like I like I said, my my guilty pleasure was like NCIS. That's whatever. Yeah. I feel like if you watch one crime show, you, you don't need to watch any more. They're all the same. True. Right. Yeah, depends. So it's like you pick the one that oh, you like. True. De- true Detective. Yeah. No. Jesus. Can I say no? Can I say um, yeah, it's Easter. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> it's Easter. You gotta be careful. They'll, the goody two shoes Catholic over here. They'll come for you. I went to Catholic school. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Young Pope is another. Uh, actually, speaking of that, it's a decent show. It's about yeah. John Paul, right? No, 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 no it's no. a fictitious. Not, oh, it's, totally it's a fictitious. fictitious yeah. yeah, I think it, it's a foreign film. Is it? Yeah, well, foreign TV series. Yeah, it's it's a starring Jude Law. It is, but 
but it's uh it's it's European. I think it's French or Italian. The creators and the writers, but it stars all English speaking. Um, oh, I didn't actors. know that. Yeah, I'm ninety nine percent positive it's 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 uh, French it's or good. Italian uh, writers. Oh, okay, it's a good show. It's a it's a good it's a good show. Some of the stuff's a little far fetched, I think. Sure, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. Yeah. yeah, but yes, it is good. I'm trying to think what are some shows that I've watched that I've just dropped or given up on because it was just terrible. And I, I'm trying Black, to like blacklist. Yeah. yeah, blacklist. I, I loved, and then I just it just got bad. I'm like I I just right. like completely stopped. Oh, uh, designated survivor. That's another one. I wa- I, I, I watched. Yes. It was really good. Like the first season was good, and then the plot just. Went, I love like, Keith for Sutherland from uh, 24 right. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Designated Survivor was the one I, I I also completely dropped as well. Dropped yeah. after the, I think the middle of the second season. I'm like, okay, I'm bored. Yeah, yeah I'm basically. trying to think. I can't yeah. think of any. Other, I can't for myself think of any other shows really that I started. And it was just like, oh, yeah, do we like you know, New Girl? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah Never good. watched it. That's funny. Yeah, Zoe, it's a, Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like, I like to like put on like shows like New Girl or Office or something like that. Where yeah, it's, it's just, just kind of like easy. It's easy to pick up. Easy in, watch. Yeah, e- easy watch, and especially like after like uh, you know falling asleep and watching it or whatever. It's easy to like pick up where you're at, going right. in and out of the room, taking calls, whatever. Did you watch Entourage? No. You're at. You're a little. It's you don't have an excuse, right? I really. I'm don't. upset about you. I you're really, you're younger, so you have an excuse. <laughs> you don't have an excuse. I know, I know. That's inexcusable. <laughs> um, but that uh, one in Boardwalk Empire, frankly, because I obviously mm, being Italian, Boardwalk I love Empire the mafia so genre. Yeah, yeah, I just love well, the mafia why, genre. But I think doesn't the Sopranos like ruin every other mafia? TV series out there because I, it was I actually, so. Oh, I think I it's the gold think, standard. I actually think it does. Um, yeah, like it even ruined like like. Okay, maybe not, but but I'd say like some of the other mafia, even the mafia movies, struggled to keep up with that. I mean, you have your classics that are like you have your Godfather's Casino. Yeah, that came that came before. Good that came before, that, but that, like Goodfellas, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. that's like classic mafia. I think movies. the I think the Sopranos though just took it to such a creative. Well, I think it, it was put it in the modern no, era because right? the Godfather yeah. set in the forties and fifties. Right, 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 right. I think Goodfellas is set in the seventies, right? Casino is modern, like, but the nineties still, right? So I think The Sopranos was just an excellent mafia piece. It was about for the decli- that day. It was about the decline of the mafia and the that decline too. of America, right? Yeah. It really Definitely. was, right? Because that, that was sort of the last vestige of the golden age. Favorite Robert De Niro movie, Godfather Two. Ryan, 